Hi, everybody. Today, we're talking about feelings. Have you ever felt like you were mad for days, or maybe you were really sad about something for a long time? Do you ever feel your emotions have imprisoned you into places that you don't want to be? Now, I'm not talking about being in the first stages of grief or trauma healing. I'm talking about things that present themselves as you walk through your day. And when things come up, they bring up these emotions and you feel like it's always happening and you don't know why and you become angry at a lot of things or sad at a lot of things and that becomes kind of this way you feel a lot of the times. Me too. Until I started looking at things carefully and then I realized that it isn't just one feeling but it's a cycle of feelings, one leading to the other. Some research suggests that we only feel an emotion for about 15 seconds, that we perceive long-lasting anger as this thing of just strictly anger, but really it's a cycle of emotions that are related to each other. While we may react to something with anger, it might turn into things like guilt, feeling perturbed or irritated, it might bring up anxiety, and in the end, perhaps you can trace it all the way back to feelings of feeling unloved or feelings of sadness, or feelings of worthlessness. Sometimes we all find ourselves there and that's okay, but it's learning how to get to the root of why we're having those feelings that can really shift our lives in these really profound ways. This is the I Care About You podcast and I'm Juliana J. And I want you to know that you can be your own change in this world. And today we're talking about learning to trace your emotions back to a root so that you can really have more happier, joyful, successful encounters with people and your own life. And doing this can also profoundly affect your relationships. So learning how to accept and trace your feelings back to the root is extremely valuable. For one, you can really understand why things make you mad or sad, which can help you in your relationships. Being able to not just be angry during an argument, but being able to discuss why the situation made you angry or sad or whatever it was that you felt, being able to understand this reaction can help you have deeper and more fulfilling relationships and also develop more trust with each other. It can also help the other person on the other side of that relationship to feel that it's safe to work through things they need to work through in their life. For example, say I was angry because I felt my partner never really listened to me. If I just stay with that one thing of, it makes me mad that you don't listen, while it might create some change, it also creates resentment on both sides. Also, what can the other person do to fix the problem? There isn't much to do but change themselves, but they don't really have a valid reason to do so, only that you're angry. I mean, they might come back with, well, I hate it when you ask me to put my shoes away. It may become this tit for tat kind of argument instead of going deeper, instead of really figuring out why that triggers this anger in you. Maybe it's, I am mad that you don't listen because when you don't listen, it makes me feel like I am not valid, like I don't matter to you or anyone else. It's really tracing that anger through the emotion cycle where you can end up really figuring out why you're having those um, reactions in the emotion realm to certain things that are happening. Then you could say things like, every time you don't listen to me, I feel like I don't matter. And I feel like you're not on my side. You're not supporting me or whatever it might be. 
Often when we sit with an emotion, we can easily trace it to the root, a reason why the emotion even happened in the first place. It is really cool when you look inward at yourself and you can nail down what is holding you back or find out why certain things bring up fear or anger within you or even sadness. To really looking at the root of our emotions, we can better understand ourselves. And once we have that knowledge, we can heal these old wounds that are lying deep inside of us. We can finally move beyond these deep scars that, are hold, that we're holding in our bodies and our minds. Releasing these things can be life-changing. For me, releasing some of these emotion cycles that lead led down to a memory that I hadn't dealt with in my life, to be able to go far all the way far back and then deal with that memory made it possible for me to actually find enjoyment and fulfillment and even to be able to hang out with people who for years kind of infuriated me. For example, I had this one friend, he had a lack of care and was pretty self he's pretty self-centered. I found him highly frustrating because he never listened to you. He would make fun of you if you asked him to listen to you and he just really had this lack of care or emotional understanding to be able to read a room and it was very frustrating. But he was part of my inner circle, so he wasn't going anywhere. Learning to identify that my anger and frustration were really a lack of being cared for or seen or heard, which stems back to these old wounds of being taken advantage of, of being sexually assaulted as a young child. Of course, I would be highly triggered by his lack of care in our relationship and how he treated others because it was reinforcing that message that I got as a small child, that no one hears you no one cares what you have to say about this sexual predator. No one's going to help you, and it's your fault. Once I realized that I could shift my perspective, his way of being was hurtful, mostly to him, but not me. I no longer had these triggering old beliefs about it when he won about his usual spill. I could see that it was an interaction with a human who was not capable of deep care or understanding. His own wounds made him stubborn and defensive. So he couldn't hear others and he couldn't really be present in a caring way because he hadn't addressed his own wounds. And I could let go of internalizing his behavior. Another way this pra practice helped me was I was finally able to break free of what other people thought of me and the things that I enjoyed. I still care about what people think of me, but it isn't crippling anymore. I wouldn't have this podcast or my book deal if I wasn't able to move beyond my own feelings of inadequacy, which also stemmed back to that sexual assault as a child. So how do you look deeper into a feeling to go there where you can see the root? So first, you need to find a place where you can be relaxed and comfortable for a few minutes, someplace hopefully by yourself. At first, you may only be able to practice this for about three minutes or so, but over time, you can sit longer with it. If possible, sit as long as you can in this practice that I'm going to tell you about until you feel you've reached the core. You'll know it when you do. Let your inner knowing tell you. You'll know when you're there. That's it. I don't have to go any more deeper. You will know. Trust me. So sit relaxed and close your eyes if you can. Take a few deep breaths really long and slow breaths just to settle in. Imagine yourself grounding down into the ground, 
sturdy like deep roots of a tree, or a massive boulder sunk underground with only a small portion of it visible above ground. Imagine yourself like that, deeply, deeply rooted, feeling the dirt around your roots and your base and really feeling sturdy and secure and safe. So practice that for a little while till you feel safe and grounded and collected. Now bring up into your mind something that often makes you mad. Name your feelings as it's coming up as you're imagining this situation. Like say, for example, my friend never listening to me. Name your feelings when they come up. You know, well, first I'm angry. He's not paying any attention. And now he's talking over me. I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm feeling like I'm not valid. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling alone. I'm feeling like no one cares. What type of memory does that bring up? It'll automatically bring up something when you get all the way down to these feelings. So feeling, I'm feeling like I'm worthless. I'm invalid. Like nobody cares what I have to say. I feel very sad. Like I don't have any worth. Oh, it was that experience I had as a child. So that's kind of what you're going to do. You're going to sit with this memory and you're going to name the feelings as they come up and really feel into them. This takes a little bit of practice because you're going to want to say every feeling is just anger, 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 anger. But eventually it will shift. Learn to just notice the subtle differences in how you feel as time goes on. Oh, anger, 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 anger. Anxiety, 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 you know, just kind of go with it and see where it goes. Continue to name your feelings as they change, even slightly. You might go from distress to feelings of hopelessness to despair to so on. Track your feelings along the the path. And when you get to a feeling that you sense is the root, maybe you go from anger to different versions of anger to questions to set of why to sadness, to helplessness, and finally to hopelessness. When you feel like you've reached the root, that's where you are. Now ask yourself, why did I arrive at this emotion? Why is this the root emotion? In this example of hopelessness, what would the situation that made you feel hopeless? Was it a similar memory that you have or something that happened in the past? Maybe its roots are in ancestral history or ancestral memory. Where is it coming from? What do you know that led you to that feeling? Feelings are deeply rooted in memory. Some of our feelings are defined by memory. Fear, for example. If you feared for your life at one time, you are now determining when to feel it based on what you know about past experiences or any kind of emotion like that. It's what you know about past experiences that kind of define that memory to you, that memory of fear, that memory of anger, that memory of loneliness. Those are all memories that are rooted in some memory that you have that gave you the context to understand that emotion like you do. Ask yourself, can I heal this? Now that I know the root of my anger, can I forgive myself? Can I love myself anyway? Can I heal this wound? What do I need to heal this wound? Can I have a different reaction next time I'm in this situation? What can I do next time to heal from this? Maybe it's letting go. Maybe it's telling someone, like the example of my friend. Maybe it's saying, when you don't listen to me, I feel 
like I'm not worthy and it hurts me deeply. And if you feel safe, you can tell them why you feel this way. You can say, the reason why I feel this way is because when I was a child, I was sexually abused. And when you don't listen to me, it triggers those feelings inside of me. And it's not playful to me. It's hurtful. If you feel like you can have that kind of conversation with the person and it's safe, perhaps you can do that. Maybe it's simply knowing within yourself that you do not have to be triggered by this situation again because now you know what the root is. So when he's not listening to me, I now just think I feel sad for him, actually, that he needs to be kind of a jerk like that because he can't ever be in a space of feelings or kindness or care because he must have had some bad experience where nobody cared for him. And so he's not going to care for others because he'll be let down. Maybe that's his thing. I don't know. But now when he's doing that to me, I mean, sometimes I still get mad. Don't get me wrong. But other times I just realize, ah, oh, that's sad. He's not doing any work to get through that. And so I've moved beyond it. It's not this triggering thing anymore. When literally he would do that, I would feel like fight or flight and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And I'm not safe and I got to get out of here. And it just triggered all this anxiety. And it was just a whole like waterfall of stuff, and which I just interpreted as anger. But now that I've kind of reflected on it, I realized now that I followed this, the path of those emotions, I realized, wow, it's just a whole bunch of emotions that all leads down to this small child frightened hiding in a field. So once you've figured out the root of your emotion and the cycle of emotions, you can begin to work on the information to make your life better. Your body and mind want to keep you safe. So they'll always go to negative memories or negative events as a reasoning to protect you. That's just your mind's defensive me mechanism. Often anger is a good protectant because it's isolating. It rebuffs people. It keeps people from getting too close to you. It's a really effective safety mechanism. Realizing that you can change a lot in your life if you aren't so mad you can go to that core emotion and really look at it. Why are you so mad? Why do you respond like that? Why do you need that defense mechanism? Follow that emotion chain to the core. Maybe it's that you feel devalued or not effective or small. It can be very effective in re relationships as a way to advocate for yourself and let lo loved ones know why you feel upset. A lot of times when people just say things like, you hurt my feelings, and they walk away, people begin to get desensitized to that because they don't. all they know is they hurt your feelings and they can then get pissed at you because you're hurting their feelings by saying they hurt your feelings or whatever it is, and nothing ever gets solved. And over time, your feelings just get devalued down into this, oh, she's always saying that. Oh, he's always saying that. Oh, they're always saying that. And nobody takes your emotions seriously. And then over time, that can be really devastating for you. If nothing more, you can begin to understand your emotions and use the information in all the facets of your life. You can begin to work with situations that rather than reacting to them. In working with your feelings, you can heal old wounds and move beyond barriers. So it's really a helpful tool in being more successful in life because you no longer have those barriers that were there before. Taking a few moments to check in with yourself about your emotions is really valuable. It can also help you when you go into certain situations, knowing ahead of time that the root is whatever it is with emotion. You're about to go into this thing that you know maybe there's going to be an argument. You can anticipate ahead of time what is the root 
of some of the emotions I might have during this argument and how can I combat emotional outbursts or anger or whatever that might ruin the experience. Not to say you brush off bad behavior, but you can handle it in a more healthy way. For example, if you know like you're going to get in an argument with somebody when you walk in that room, ahead of time you can say to yourself, these parts of the argument are triggering for me and usually I have an emotional outburst or I get really angry. But this time, I'm gonna realize that it's not the anger that I'm really working with here. It's this, the root, the wound that's beneath it all that I'm working with here. And how can I work with that to have a healthier conversation rather than just flying off the handle? Like a lot of people, when you try to have conversations with them, they just get angry and fly off the handle. So you can never fix anything in the relationship because talking to them about it becomes really toxic. It isn't so much that you're trying to just not have emotions at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is to recognize what's the root of the emotions. And if you have this go-to way of being when something happens, explore why that is. And maybe it will help you have more successful conversations in the future. If you can do things like, even if something still infuriates you, because yeah, I still get infuriated at the person I mentioned earlier. It isn't so cutting anymore. You know, I can get over it rather than internalizing it all the time. Instead, I can keep these things the person's saying at arm's distance. I can get over it rather than internalizing it. It doesn't have to be part of my inner landscape or how I define myself anymore. And before, when I was just reacting to that person who never listened to me all the time, I was internalizing every time that happened as just reinforcement that I'm not valid, reinforcement that no one listens to me, no one cares, reinforcing and reinforcing all these self-doubt and worthlessness feelings that I have. And now that I've gotten in touch with the core of those emotions, instead of being angry at him and letting those things become part of my inner landscape and define me, I can just keep it at arm's length and realize that's mostly him and not so much about me. So I hope you will journey with the emotional cycles and discover wounds that you can heal. It will be a game changer for you, I promise. Please share your experiences with others to help them be free of their emotional prisons that they're having and of their reactions that are just reinforcing negative feelings about themselves. So take good care, my friends, and know that I love you and know that I support you, and I'll see you in the next one.